Welcome back to the Slop Drop. This is Nathan Rogers at Wupig Sumo on Twitter. And as usual, my tag partners for this episode is the unluckiest man on planet Earth, Bad Luck Housen, and the manager of champions, Mr. Stephen E. What's up, fellas? Very nice. Very evil. <laughs> What's going on, Sumo? How was things uh, Oh, good, man. Good, good. Probably five, ten pounds heavier. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend uh, uh, the next couple of weeks in the gym knocking that weight out. What about you, Chapman? I worked. Oh, mm, yeah. No, he really did work. It was quite shameful. Well, it was very evil. I, uh, Kirk. <laughs> I've gained a lot of weight too, especially the last few days, and kind of bummed me the other day. We had some leftover deviled eggs. And so for my lunch the next day, I went to eat one, and guess what I discovered? Somebody stole my egg. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. No. No, no, no. Oh, man. So uh, right. let's just jump into this. Uh, we'll do some <laughs> current stuff and then get into some old stuff. But our old buddy Jim Ross has started uh, his radiation treatments this week uh, for skin cancer, and we'll be missing a few weeks of commentary from aew dynamite uh jr also kicking around the possibility of a third book which uh that would be good but uh, anyway get well soon to jr yeah for sure man yeah gosh prayers are prayers are with him and, and his family because you know uh it's no joke but i have no doubt in my mind he'll kick out of that yeah kick out and do a reversal and he's gonna pin it and beat cancer yes absolutely Sticking with AEW, Big Swole and AEW have parted ways mutually. Uh, decided not to renew her contract. So my question, you guys think she's done, or do you think there's a possibility maybe she'll be joining her husband, Cedric Alexander, over at the WWE? I think that there is a huge, a swole possibility that she'll end up in WWE because, look, I mean, look at she she I, I i'm really surprised there was no no apparent reason to to why she why she was ousted or why she left I, you know i know you said mutually i don't know what the circumstances are behind it but you know uh man she fits she fits the mold of a superstar you know that uh that vince would like to hire and uh man she she's yeah yeah she's legit i like her i don't care for her mm. there's nothing big or swell about her Braun Strowman and EC3 are going to donate all the proceeds from their Blizzard Brawl match to the victims of the Waukesha, Wisconsin uh, Christmas Parade victims. So kudos to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's awesome that they're able to give back to the community like that because, you know, uh, yeah, they need it. They need all the help they can get. Undertaker revealed his WWE Mount Rushmore. Andre the Giant, The Rock, Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve. Bad Austin. news or bad luck, Chapman. <laughs> what are y'all's thoughts on his Mount Rushmore? You know, it, you know, it doesn't surprise me. You know, a big man coming up in the in the eighties. You know, uh, you're always going to look to Andre as as uh, the the measuring stick for for any big man in the WWF, uh, especially in the early days. And of course, the Undertaker being as big as he is, uh, I, I I think you know, had to have been a fan of his, obviously was a fan of his. Um, I don't know. I think I could, I could replace a couple of those, but you know, they didn't ask me. No, how much can, how much can, can he really be in his right mind taker these days? You know, he's taking a lot of headshots. He's, he's been in the business a long time. 
you know, he, he, he sometimes talks out of turn and, and, you know, he just, he's going crazy. He really is. He, uh, you know, he just, he just said the other day that Omus, you know, is the next big thing. He's not going to be quite Andre, but he's going to be big. And that should tell you right there, the guy probably needs to be in a nursing home. Yeah. Noticeably left out of his uh, Mount Rushmore. Andre would have never wore skinny jeans. Hulk Hogan didn't make his list, which that's mm. probably more of a personal thing. Yeah. But it's, uh, you got me, brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's hard to leave Hogan off the Mount Rushmore yeah. WWF. Yeah, yeah. Who was all on his list again? Andre the Giant, The Rock, Shawn Michaels, and Stone Cold. So the Attitude Era, and then yeah. Andre. No Hogan, no Bret Hart, no Macho Man, no mm. Piper, no Cena. And I'm assuming Flair. he left himself off just out of, you know, being humble. But No Flair? Well, F- Flair in the WWE, I-, I could make a case for Mount Rushmore of WCW, NWA, but I could see arguing against it for WWF. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty... I don't know. I, I you know, like you said, how are you going to leave Hogan off of a WWE Mount Rushmore? Yeah. You know, personal feelings aside, uh, I think, I think, uh, yeah. DDP will be Steve Austin's next guest on Broken School Sessions on uh, Peacock slash WWE Network Sunday, December nineteenth. That should be pretty interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that should be. Wasn't DDP? He wasn't. Uh, wasn't too long ago. He was doing some AEW spots, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> there should be a, a drinking game made up on that interview. It's like how many times, you know, does does Diamond Dallas Page compare, uh, uh, you know, his injuries from wrestling to how great they are now because of because every time he right. mentions DDPY, we take DDPY, a shot. DDPY, yeah, Ooh, <laughs> you take drunk. a shot anytime. Scott you... Hall can't play. Yeah. yeah, get drunk in a hurry. Yeah, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gargano. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, all contracts coming up soon. Mm. What do you guys think? Should they stay? Should they go? Mm. I think I, Sami should stay. I'd like to see Sami and <laughs> Kevin Steen and AEW. Mm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 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 No, but you know, you got to ask yourself where, where does the, where does the, the, because they've got so much talent, where does it end? How many ex WWE guys can they bring on and, and push to the moon, you know, or even even get to where it becomes like, I don't know, the 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 show that all the former WWE guys that didn't quite cut the mustard up in Connecticut now they got a place to shine. So, I, yeah, I that's and that's where I disagree. I I think that's a WWE attitude, and my attitude on it is, you know, how many guys can we take from them and book them right and show WWE what they did wrong. I think Gargano and Riley kind of fit the AEW bill, and I would like to see an Undisputed Era reunion yeah. over there. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Undisputed Era versus uh, the Elite. That would be neat. But uh, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Beth Phoenix stepping away from NXT commentary to spend more time with family, mm. or maybe is it going to be an in-ring return to help her husband Edge feud with? The Miz and Maurice. Mm. Boy, Maurice was looking yeah. good, wasn't she? You know what? <laughs> Raw has been god awful for months, a year or two, but Monday night was actually an <laughs> episode. Now, mm-hmm. three hours still sucks. Yeah, yeah. It does, overall, man. it was a decent show. 
Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad. That was that was the first one that I'd watched in a in a long time, and and although I don't remember anything super memorable about it, I do remember, you know, uh, uh, Miz coming out and you know doing his his shtick and yeah. yeah. Well, he has to come out his Debbie. best friend. Yeah, he, he has to come out his best friend just got fired. God, man. Yeah. Yeah. They referenced him being mentioned on other shows, so that was uh, yeah. acknowledging AEW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. WWE has a new NIL program. Uh, basically, what that is, uh, last year the NCAA allows student college athletes to get paid uh, if their name, image, and likeness is used, hence the name NIL, name, image, likeness. So the WWE is now looking to use this NIL clause to recruit and develop future superstars. WWE calling it their NIL program next in line. Smart move. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh any 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 way to get, you know, get ahead of the, the recruiting process is is always uh always a plus. Now it it, it, it like with the NCAA they started paying them. They they started paying the kids, right? Well basically what happens if they're if their name image or likeness is used in like a video game they can legally get paid by the video game mm-hmm. or if a car dealership uses them for a commercial mm-hmm. or whatever they can sponsor them or pay them so yeah. now the WWE is swooping in and plucking up some of these college athletes and able mm-hmm. to to pay them money uh, if it doesn't work out they don't go to the NFL NBA, whatever they can come right. to the performance center right and uh, get a head start so yeah, I think yeah, it's a smart yeah. business move. Yeah, I, I do too. If they're if they're aiming for the younger raw athletic talent, then that's a pretty good move. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, they need to focus on what they got. You know, they what they what they've got is a, is good talent that they don't know how to use and they're not using correctly. You know, they need, uh, they need to focus on their riders and their yeah yeah their their booking. That is a fact. Because you're right, Chapman. They do have a lot of stacked talent. They're just not. They got, used they got a lot of good talent, but they don't know how to use them. They're not using them. In the, you know, you had you had Brock Lesnar 2.0 coming out in NXT, and and now they've yeah, got him wearing Michael a jump. Myers. Yeah, they've yeah. got yeah, they got him as like a Michael Myers gimmick, and you know, for for God, it seemed like forever, but it's probably six eight months. All I saw on Facebook was how you know he's the new Brock Lesnar. He's the new Brock Lesnar. And instead of coming, so in, you were you you were disappointed. Well, you yeah. Down. Why have him come out and and not be a monster like Brock, but have him be a monster like Michael Myers? Like, come mm-hmm. on, man. So uh, at a recent March of Dimes event, Stephanie McMahon revealed the Netflix docuseries about the life of Vince McMahon will debut sometime in twenty twenty two. Y'all be watching. Yeah, you know it, man. That. It's going to be interesting because it'll give you a behind-the-scenes look at, at the the boss man himself. You know, hopefully, hopefully you see some day-to-day, you know, day-to-day routine stuff that 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 he does. That nobody, you know, nobody sees. You know, nobody nobody knows what Tuesday and 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 Wednesday. I guess Tuesday, but Wednesday and Thursday. You know, see what they're doing in between uh, in between shows. To me, this could be another sign of things are ending. Yeah, and I and I. I really think that's the way it's going. Yeah, it looks like they're setting up for a sale. Of course, people have been talking about that for a few months, but Vince giving it the okay to give the documentary about his life, to me, it sounds like he's about ready to, to hang it up. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, who could blame him? What else is there to prove? 
He's the godfather of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's absolutely true. There man. was a war, and he won. There was a war, he won, and man, you know, Vince's Vince's run in wrestling is, you know, some people it's had its ups and downs, and some people will 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 disagree with what I'm saying, but you know, it's like thank you, Vince McMahon, you gave me an awesome childhood. You know, man, there's there. I, I'd say that 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 the future ref, ref future of wrestling is going to be hard pressed to ever, ever, ever beat the WWF and the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was some of the best wrestling, and I was a WCW guy, but WWF had it, you know. And they the the things that they did, you know, will never, you know, often imitated, never duplicated. Yeah. Because we'll never have that type of wrestling again. I'm afraid you are correct. You know, and, and honestly, what, like I said, what's he got left to prove? Yeah. You know, he's, he's the man. To be the man, you got to beat the man, and nobody's beat him. No. And as much as I like Tony Khan, I just don't know if Tony Khan has that, that, that Tony. ruthless businessman approach that McMahon yeah. has. And, and, you know, he seems like too nice of a guy. See, to me, like it, to me, it, it, it shouldn't even be a competition because honestly, Tony Khan, AEW is like Southern wrestling. You know, it's like old school NWA, WCW, you know, which is different than what Vince produces. And I, I think that Tony Khan just needs to stay on track, put out wrestling every week while Vince puts out sports entertainment, entertainment yeah. and it'll be fine. Yeah. No, like in college football, there's typically two types of coaches that are successful. One is the hard-nosed, I'm the boss, I'm the general, what I say goes, buck stops to me. And the other one's kind of the, the buddy coach, like mm-hmm. – uh, Nick Saban is the general, no question about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somebody like Lane Kiffin, he's their buddy. Again, successful. I look at uh, Vince as no doubt the general, and Tony Khan mm-hmm. is the buddy. Mm-hmm. A promoter in Israel has offered to pay Ric Flair a hundred grand to wrestle Sammy Guevara. You guys want to see that? <laughs> no. You know, and honestly, a hundred. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what. Anybody in their right mind that would want to book Ric Flair and, and no pay him a hundred thousand dollars. Well, well, and no disrespect to him, you know, but the dude could fall over any day. You know, he's not in good shape. By the way, I have want, we forgotten? I'm a wrestling god. But I wouldn't want. I wouldn't. I. Would, it's too much of a liability. Yeah, you know, you ask yeah. yourself this. You know, if you close your eyes. For just a second, and think how that match would match would go. I mean, I get I could see every move set that mm-hmm. comes because it's going to be the same Ric Flair match I, I we've seen for the last happen. thirty years. You know, uh, no, I I don't care to see it. You know, um, but it is it is you know good at uh, Rick's always been good at getting getting attention, and it's got people talking. And uh, you know, who knows? We may see the damn thing. I hope not. Um, I think it's time for the Nate to to call it quits. Yeah, you know maybe it'd be become a helicopter pilot or something, but you know I'd give pro wrestling a, but I'd give it up. If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Whether you're selling online or running an office or side hustle, 
Stamps.com can save you so much time, money, and stress during the holidays. Access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need without taking the trip. And get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. Going to the post office instead of using Stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Just going up a couple of floors? Sure, take the stairs. Walking up 30 flights a day? You could use a break. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with the mail and shipping, Stamps.com is a lifesaver. You'll save so much time and money, you'll wonder why you hadn't started sooner. Save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code POD, that's P-O-D, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com and click on the microphone at the top of the page and enter the code POD. That's promo code POD, P-O-D, at Stamps.com. The history of our sport. And the history of our sport in pro wrestling history. I, I got your helicopter reference, too. <laughs> so this week in pro wrestling history, uh, 52 years ago this week, Dory Funk Jr. and Antonio Inoki went to a 60-minute time limit draw for the first NWA world title match in Japan since 1957. Boy, they used to go back then. 60 minutes, night in, oh. night out, all over the yeah. globe. Boy, the Funks, man, they were, they were, they were super, super huge in Japan. You know, it, it was that I'd seen something they were talking about. Uh, uh, Terry was talking about how when he went over there, that, that, you know, that, that the Japanese culture just loved that, that cowboy look that they brought, that they, you know, that was, that was the way that they perceived Americans. And of course, being tough old some bitches didn't, uh, didn't hurt, you know, but those, those guys were super huge in Japan. Oh yeah, Dory Funk. He was mm-hmm. he was good in the ring too. One of Bruce Pritchard's mm-hmm. favorite wrestlers. You know, he tells stories growing up as a kid in Texas. He used to love to go watch Dory Funk Jr. Mm-hmm. Forty nine years ago this week, Bobo Brazil defeated uh, Kenotaro Anoki. I probably butchered that in Japan for the vacant NWA International Title. Bobo Brazil from just down the road in Little Rock, Arkansas, a nineteen ninety four WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah, interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know, but is that where Bobo was built from? Was Little Rock? I don't think he was built from there, but he was definitely uh, born and I think raised up until his little. I'll be I didn't know that. Forty-seven years ago, Stan Stajak beat Pedro Morales to win the WWF title. That's three W's. Uh, the finish appeared to be a double pin with no winner announced in the arena. The following weekend on TV, it was announced that Stajak was the winner and the new champion. This was done to get the title off of Morales mm-hmm. uh, without the Philly fans causing a legit riot. Yeah. Well, do, you, do you think that that was, was repercussions for Morales pawning the, 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 w, the WWF title? I don't know. I don't Did, know. Have you ever heard that story? Uh-uh. I, I actually heard this story a few – it may have been Cornette was talking about the story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, a few weeks it, ago, he he claimed that he lost the belt and and it wound up in a pawn shop in in like Brooklyn or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the pawn broker saying that uh, that Morales had sold it to him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I wish somebody, I wish somebody would walk in with one of those. I'd I'd probably buy it. A couple hundred bucks, yeah, yeah, give or take. Also, forty-seven years ago, Giant Baba beat Jack Briscoe in a two out of three falls match to win the NWA World Title in Japan. He would go on to lose it back to Briscoe exactly one week later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
42 years ago this week, Antonio Noki beat Bob Backlund in Japan to win the WWF title. He vacated a week later, and the WWE never acknowledged his win, crediting Backlund with an interrupted title reign. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like when you're making the rules, you can you can rewrite history however you want it to, yeah. to fit in your narrative. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, I'm the sure NWA gotta... did did this with Flair a few times too. He actually yeah. has like twenty something title wins, but they only. Acknowledge, acknowledge yeah. like 16 but mm. there was a lot of little stuff like this happening back in the day yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> 36 years ago uh nwa starcade again alternated between atlanta and greensboro rock and roll express defeated the Coloss in a steel cage match for the tag titles dusty Rhodes rolled up rick flair for the world title but the decision was changed to a DQ win for Dusty due to a ref bump and some interference, which allowed Flair to retain the title. And this might be one of the first Dusty finishes. Yeah. I was just about to say the same thing. That sounds like a Dusty finish to me. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. That's hard to die. That's hard that, 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 That's what I'm talking about. Just good storytelling. Good, you know, good, uh, good wrestling. That's what it was all Something about. We like today. Wait, 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 you know, I mean, I, I guess what do you call those? Uh, is it the golden years, you know, or the golden era? I don't know. Golden it's, era. Yeah, the, 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 the mid eighties, man. Like, especially for me, because I got to watch a lot of that, that, you know, that type of NWA stuff, you know, as, as a grown adult, you know, which made it, made it much cooler, you know, cause I wasn't, uh, I just didn't have access to the, the old NWA stuff. Like, like everybody in the in the South did. Thirty years ago this week, actually, be tomorrow as the, as we're recording this, WWE's rare This Is Tuesday in Texas pay per view. Six days after the Survivor Series, uh, Survivor Series that year was on a Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve. Hulk Hogan beat the Undertaker to win back the WWF title that had just lost six days earlier. Uh, and the very next day, Hogan was stripped of the title, and it would later be awarded to the winner of the Royal Rumble, which would end up being Ric Flair. This would be both Undertaker and Hogan's shortest title reigns, and mm. probably the reason Hogan did not make the Undertaker's Mount Rushmore of Christmas. <laughs> that didn't work for him, brother. You got me, brother. <laughs> that didn't work. Yeah, that, uh, well, like that's, that's Hogan, probably a pretty good... I think he's a phony piece of shit. There's Bret Hart. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that voice their dislike of, uh, of you know the what? old Hulkster. Like him, love him, hate him. Dude is a, is a, is a wrestling god. He's, he's probably the most popular wrestler. So ever. let me ask you a question. Your Mount Rushmore. Is he on, is he on Mount Rushmore? I'd have to say probably. I'd say, you know, and I was a WCW guy. So like I would have. Macho and and Flair and or not I'm sorry not Macho Hogan Flair Sting and uh, probably Austin yeah that's a good split that's it yeah. I was waiting for you to put uh, Arn Anderson in the mix is you know he, is he in the 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 what do you call it not the what is the the, the honorable a, mentions yeah or or if you had a tag team division he'd got he has to be in there. tag team yeah. You know, and honestly, you, you got to think though. Yeah, and I, and I love Anderson, and I give him all the credit. Hope he's okay after that fall he took on Dynamite. Ooh, I saw uh, that. You know, that's like two in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, he fell off the ring, you know, a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. But you know, 
Well, as much as I love him, you know, Flair was obviously the the stri- the uh, yeah he was breakout man. star, whatever you want to call it. He was the, the Sean. Yeah, you know, and so I, I can't put him necessarily on my my singles Mount Rushmore, but definitely tag team. You know, I, I maybe even beating out the Nasty Boys. Oh God, I'd hope so. Mm. I'd hope so. <laughs> 24 years ago this week at ECW's November to remember, Shane Douglas beat Bam Bam Bigelow for the ECW world title to begin his 405-day reign. That would be the longest world title reign in ECW history. Douglas also has the record for the second longest reign, 385 days across 1994-1995. So was Shane Douglas not only the greatest ECW world champion, but probably also the most underused by WWF and WCW? Yeah, especially WCW. Well, especially WWE, actually. If you think, you know, like the, the, oh, I guess it doesn't get any much worse than the dudes with attitudes, right? Well, uh, you know, like underrated, (laughs) you know, honestly, I think he had a better WWF run than he did the WCW run. Yeah. When he was, uh, what was he, the Dean Douglas? The Dean Dean Douglas. Douglas. You know, I'm not saying it's great, but it was better. I tell you what, we've talked about it. We've talked about it before, man. Like his, his run as ECW champion was, just a a just weekly gold man i mean his promos were just like that guy i don't know you know and and of course like you said at the time you know they're trying to compete they're trying to get viewership from the wwe who's being a little bit more edgy than than you know than wcw and then here comes shane douglas with his promo style that just i don't know man i was a huge fan of it i i you know i couldn't get enough as younger listeners pull them up on youtube just some Shane Douglas ECW promos. And yeah. Turn, turn and, 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 and you might want to, you might want to hashtag that NS. What is it? Uh, NSFO. Yeah. Not, not yeah. safe for work. <laughs> you know, there needs to be a current ECW. I mean, there's no doubt WWE is still number one. AEW is number two. There's no definite number three right now. No. I well, mean, MLW. You know, ROH that, you know, a lot of people would argue that it would have been ROH. Well, if they're $12 billion in the hole, then yeah, wow. Yeah. (laughs) 23 Uh, years ago this week, the big boss man defeated Mankind to win the WWF hardcore title. This was the first time the title had ever changed hands after the belt had uh, been gifted to Mankind by uh, Vince McMahon. The title would change hands 239 times before it was retired (laughs) in 2002. Uh, thoughts on the hardcore title should it stay retired or should it be brought back uh wwe's version that kind of looked like trash but wcw's looked pretty good when they had a hardcore title what about a no dq title i mean basically the same thing but yeah man i I, that's what i was hoping this 24 7 title was going to be and it's just a joke but I, I liked the hardcore title. Yeah, I, I like the i like the 24 7 title too you know it get, it gets you know, is as, as hokey as it is, and and you know, as 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 dumbfounded, it kind of reminds me of like, I don't know, Larry Moe and Curly, the Three Stooges. You know, yeah, it's especially all, it's just Britt or not Britt Baker. What's the girl's name? That's a champion. Oh, right Dana, Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Yeah, yeah. Didn't her Batista hook up a few years ago? Yeah, she looks. Yeah, you know what I want. Yeah, but you it, know what I want. I've been asking for it <laughs> for years. <laughs> <laughs> give, give it to me <laughs> let's do this <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, but you the 24-7 title is kind of fun but 
I'm like yeah. Chapman. I was kind of hoping that's what it was going to be before they introduced it. Especially mm-hmm. since they had McFoley introduce it. Yeah. 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 That now the W the, the hardcore the WCW hardcore title man. You know that that in the 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 belt community like the wrestling belt community is is always regarded as one of the ugliest belts ever designed. You know it just see I it liked it. Much better than the WWF's hardcore title. Yeah, yeah. Because it looks yeah. more like a belt. Yeah, where the where the hardcore the WWF version was just uh, was an old heavyweight, you know, yeah, an old heavyweight title. Yeah, bashed and you know broken up and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I, you know, when you think of WCW hardcore champions, I I think of people like Mike Awesome and you know his little run with the the the, the fat chick thriller. I think Norman is what they called Smiley. Them. Yeah, Norman Smiley. Yeah, yeah. But not your, typical hardcore, not your typical hardcore guy. No, and see, to me, the WCW hardcore title, like, just didn't, I don't know, it just wasn't, it wasn't like a real title. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. WWE put on hardcore matches, yeah. hardcore guys. WCW, I felt, really, really lacked in that department. If they brought it back, you know, today you think hardcore, you think of death matches, which I'm not a fan yeah. of death matches. No. So I would just do like a, a no DQ belt. Back yeah. in the day, uh, the NWA actually had a no disqualification. It was called the Brass Knuckles belt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, bring anyway, it back. Bring it bring it back, maybe. Yeah. If, 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 if uh, Billy Corgan's listening or William Corgan's listening, bring it back. Also, 23 years ago uh, this week, WCW Nitro, Bret Hart beat DDP to win the U.S. title. And on the same show, Conan defeated Chris Jericho for the TV title. And when you say 23 years, it makes me feel really, really, really old because, you know, like, I remember, I remember that. (laughs) It's hard to believe it was not just last week. 23 years ago. yeah. Raw ended in controversy after Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mankind defeated The Undertaker and The Rock. Undertaker raised Austin up on the giant version of his cross symbol to what looked like a crucifixion. I remember that like it was mm-hmm. yesterday. And, I and they went off thinking, the air. I remember thinking then, 23 years ago, as a, a young sumo, like, that's pretty controversial. And, and, and now when he put... He, see, I remember being down in... Memphis for a raw taping and uh and I want to say they put Paul Bearer on a Brahma bull and raised him up it was some some kind of angle with the undertaker and all that stuff and and yeah that I actually looked it up on on the network a few months back and, and found it and relived it and yeah. I remember they put him in like a shark cage or something and lifted him mm. up one time yeah, they lifted him up to end the show is what they did. Uh, but I, I and I can't remember the exact details of it. But I, I, I want to say that that you know that uh, that Rock put him up on the on the the Brahma bull and lifted him up and yeah, it's good stuff. Twenty two years ago this week on an episode of Raw, the wedding between Stephanie and Test was interrupted by Triple H, who secretly revealed he'd married a drunk Stephanie in Vegas. Which was all a, a plot Dude, I rem- Could you I do that remember, nowadays? I remember that yeah. like it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you could they pull that. through the, the, the <laughs> drive through thing in Vegas. The lady's like, is she passed out? And like, oh no, she's just, you know, just relaxing. And she's like, Stephanie McMahon, do you take Hunter Helmsley? <laughs> and Hunter leans over the steering wheel and he's like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> you know, and oh man. 
Uh, yeah, that was good stuff. Oh, man. On the same night on the other channel, over on Nitro, TV champ Scott Hall, along with Kevin Nash, threw the TV title in the trash, rendering it defunct, until a year later when Hacksaw Jim Duggan finds it when he was playing a janitor character. Yeah. You know what, man? Like, honestly, that TV title, that's got a lot of history. Mm -hmm. I love that belt. I'm glad you said that because I thought you were going to hammer it. No, dude, that was Arnie. That was going to turn into a a uh, 20-minute editing session for you because, yeah, the the history that that belt has is, Mm -hmm. you know, Bobby Eaton, Stone Cold Steve Austin, or, you know, Steve Austin, just a lot of people. Dude, that was Arn Anderson's belt Mm -hmm. back in the day. I remember, dude, he even stole it from Dusty at NW, on an NWA uh, Total Blanchard. Yeah. Dusty mm-hmm, Rhodes, dude. Arn Anderson. You know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, the laundry list of, um, you know, top guys. I, yeah, I, I hate it. I know it's considered a prop to some, and it's part of a storyline to throw it in the trash, but I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. I thought it was – I didn't like it when Alunder Brothers did it with the women's – the WWF women's title. Yeah, I, I think it's disrespectful. To me, and, and those people who consider wrestling titles just a prop, to me, if you got a belt or a title, you're being rewarded. You, you, like an actor that wins a, a an award, or a, a singer that wins a Grammy. To me, if you've made enough progress and got enough attention, you're being rewarded with a trophy or a belt. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't look at them as props. I think they should be meant to be special. Hey, yep, you're right. 21 years ago, William Regal won the WBF European Championship from Crash Holly. Crash Holly would pass away less than three years later. I know uh, we usually don't go past 20 or 25 years, but I don't think William Regal gets enough love, so I wanted to throw that in there. No, man. Regal Regal is – you talk about one of the most – underrated talents out there that is probably responsible for training you know a majority of the talent that we see you know today and even in the last you know 15 years he's got a hand in it that guy is he, he just he's great man he's great you know I, I i once sat down with bobby uh bobby and i asked him you know what what his his most his favorite his most fun time in in professional wrestling and he said when they paired him with with uh steven regal as the blue bloods he just said he had so much fun doing that and you know uh it it was just awesome so yeah steven regal doesn't get nearly as much credit as he deserves that was ironically triple h before bobby yeah uh 17 years ago the macho man Randy savage wrestled his first and only match in tna at turning point Uh, it'll also (laughs) be his final professional wrestling match he died wow. uh, not long after that, but Savage, Jeff Hardy, and AJ Styles beat uh, Jeff Jarrett, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. Macho Man's last match. I didn't realize that that was his. Uh, that was his last match. I just, I don't think it was. But a week or so ago, I saw that. Uh, I saw his his debut there, and and he came out and and you know chased him off or whatever, and I guess had that was his last match. I didn't know that. Wow, that's crazy to think. Again, this was kind of a, a more recent thing, but 12 years ago, Eddie Fatu, a.k.a. Umaga, died at the age of 36, just a few months after his WWE release. How good was Umaga? I thought he was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I you know, you know, it, 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 Umaga was a two-trick pony, too. You know, you, you got to give credit to Armando Estrada because that guy 
was I I, I loved him. Yeah, I loved him, and and you know I just loved that character. I loved that gimmick, and ironically enough, he made a a, a, a cameo on AEW last week, I believe. Uh, but you know that guy, he just. He said something stupid and, and, you know, he's paid the, uh, paid the consequences for it, you know? Um, but I, I just thought, you know, like with Umaga, I thought having Armando Estrada next to him was, was perfect because you had this savage almost yeah. beast, you know, that, that, that was only controlled by, you know, whatever, whatever Armando Estrada said, it kind of good character development and, and, you know, and he played a good character character, you know, for God's sakes, he, he uh he was in the main event against uh uh Bobby Lashley, Lashley and Donald Trump Donald yeah. Trump. Big, quick, agile. Uh his mm-hmm. nephew Jacob Fatu of MLW reminds me a lot of him. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen him, check it out. Real talented. Uh, eleven years ago on an episode of Raw, Sheamus defeated John Morrison in the finals of the King of the Ring tournament. The only reason I threw that one in because you mentioned it earlier, Chapman. Morrison recently released. He also released a video the other day uh, about his release and uh, hopefully good things to come for Johnny Drip Drip, who I think is extremely talented. Man, you know what? Like, nobody hangs on to the dude. TNA, you know, WWE, uh, just no, just nobody. And I don't, I don't understand it because dudes, you know, like that Johnny Drip Drip thing was – was great. He takes whatever's given to him yeah. and, put, and gets it over. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know what the what the deal is. Yeah, I, I, was, I think he's a great talent. I was super disappointed to hear that that he was gone too. You know, but you know, of course, Miz being gone for so long, and and they were, you know, they were, uh, they were, you know, you didn't just see one; you saw the other every time. And with him off there, you didn't see Miz as much. And you know it's a shame, man. It really is. I I, I hope he lands somewhere, and I hope that uh, that that we haven't seen the last of jo- the last of Johnny Drip Drip. Uh, I thought that video that he released was was pretty funny. He's you know taking he's taking it in stride. You know he mentioned that uh, Lauren Idis had called him, and yeah. he didn't even get the the you know future, endeavor. uh, future endeavors. Yeah, it's like that's your catchphrase, bro. You're supposed to get, you're supposed to do that. He didn't. So, yeah. Eight years ago, Nick Aldis won the TNA world title to become one, if not the first British wrestler to win a world title in a major North American promotion. <laughs> uh, three years ago, I know this was uh, fairly new too, Tom Billington, a.k.a. the Dynamite Kid, passed away on his birthday at the age of 60. Gosh, man. It's hard, it's hard to believe. He died at 60. Yeah. Man, on his birthday, shape, yeah. Now on his birthday is pretty pretty wild. <laughs> that's bad luck. Yeah, that's real bad luck. And if somebody knows something about bad luck, mm-hmm. it's bad luck, Chapman. And a year ago, uh, Kenny Omega beat John Moxley to become the third AEW World Champion, and Sting made his AEW debut, his first appearance on TNT in almost twenty years since he wrestled Ric Flair on the final episode of Nitro. And also a year ago on the same day. Hall of Famer and first Intercontinental Champion Pat Patterson passed away at the age of 79. Well, guys, got anything else? No. That's it. You sure, surely you have something, Van Housen. Mm-hmm. Nothing? No. At Van all? Van No. You must be cursed. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. Follow us on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, at the Slop Drop One. Follow us on uh, YouTube subscribe all that good stuff as always thank you all for listening until next time we're out of here